Hey Tom, how's it going, man? Bloody great. Bloody great. Oh, you've gone Scottish already. <laughs> Bloody great it is. Oh, that, that was Welsh. <laughs> is it all Celtic? Are they Celts, the Scots? Yeah, absolutely. This Bloody is fucking great. Well, it's very it's very appropriate for the, the topic of the show. Show about a Scottish wrestler. <laughs> exactly. Um so I'm interested. <laughs> I'm interested to hear this week. <laughs> shark foo. <laughs> shark foo. I'll shark you off. A food. black Scottish wrestler. <laughs> Imagine that's what it was. Imagine that's what this game was. It was about like. a black Scottish wrestler. Yeah. Shark. It might be a better game if it was. Yeah, it fucking would be a better game. Uh, I'm interested to hear, though, Tom. Always, as always, on that 8 bit shit show, we have a beer whilst we talk through the game of the week. Yeah, um, we do. Now, I, I want to know. Now, you normally go for... Oh, he's just showing me a picture and it's a Doom Bar. <laughs> I went for the Adam Classic. Nice. Uh, what can I fucking do for this? Well, I was interested to see what you might pull out the bag, you know? You always try and theme your ale around around the, the game. Yeah, but this was too far. <laughs> That's fair enough. Has Shaquille O'Neal not done a beer then? <laughs> oh, he might have done. They don't sell it in Morrison's, if he has. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fucking amazing. What Shaq Pound beer in Chinese? Hold on, Shaquille O'Neal video. What Shaq Pound beer in Chinese commercial? No, no. He just, oh. just drinks it. What have you? What have you gone for? Have you found? It sounds like you found a banger. Well, no, I've, I haven't. I've got a turning point. The um, Disco King. Disco King. I mean, it's a fucking nice beer. It's from my nephew's brewery. So. You should go the and check. You have out. a brewery. He does. Well, he doesn't. He he runs a brewery with other people. Yes. So bastard! Why haven't you told me about this before? You can get a discounted beer. I can't. No, I don't get discounts. It's COVID Why? and that, isn't it? He's struggling as it is. So. Oh, you, well, know. It's just, you should uh, even better time to take advantage. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, so yeah, what what else have you been up to? What can you? What, what what's the last week? And a half or so. Well, this is on Christmas show, isn't it? Although this is going to come out mid-January sometime. Yeah, so we've just come off the back of a, a couple of sort of days off, essentially. So, Yeah, I just recorded the um, last Happy Hour Game podcast of 2020, baby. Nice, nice. It's been so a big year. kind of done our Christmas rundown, but uh, it's been good. It's, I'm glad that we've had this game. And we've got a couple of other games around this time that aren't going to take a lot of investment, as we've been talking about, in terms of our playtime. Yeah. We, did, we did all the research for these and wrote the documents weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks ago. Yeah, exactly. A lot of prep goes into this. And we haven't had to do so much time playing this game, which is nice because Cyberpunk's out. Exactly. And that's you know that's where I've been putting a lot of my time over the last couple of weeks or so. so. I haven't put a lot of time into it, to be honest. Like, it's not really? Okay. Like, I don't know, like 12, 13 hours in or something? Well, that's a discussion for another show. Um, yes. The one I just recorded. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, which I wasn't in. So uh, this week, as you may have guessed, we're talking about the Nintendo and uh, Sega Mega Drive or Sega Genesis release of Shaq Fu. And can I ask you to remind our listeners why? (laughs) Like, why would we choose this? Okay, so each 
So, so this series, right, it's, it's formed around a few principles. So what we do is we go back and listen and look, look into some of the games which you remember from childhood, which we found to be absolute bangers. Some of the certified bangers that are still bangers today, like Sonic, Mario, The Usual Suspects. And we also then dig out some more of the obscure titles that A, we may have played, or B, we, we, did, we didn't play, but would like to find out how shit they are. And this is one of those. Um, it's about framing gaming in its complete context throughout history. Exactly. and, and Because there means... was a lot of weird shit went on. Yeah, well, we looked at Moonwalker last series, and that was weird. I uh, guess this is Series 2's equivalent to Moonwalker. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it's a, a movie, uh, sorry, a, a celebrity tie-in to a game. I get um, There was even more layers in Moonwalker, wasn't there? Mm, indeed, yeah. So this was um, developed by Delphine Software International. Um, and it was released in 1994. Um, is that Bell Delphine Software? <laughs> I hope not. Christ. <laughs> Nobody needs that. She's horrendous. Jesus Christ. Like an absolute leech on the industry. Anyway, let's not go into that. Uh, which, by... which industry is that? The, the getting your bits on. out on camera industry. Yes. Yeah, but she pretends to be a gamer and all sorts. Um, anyway, so this was published by EA, surprisingly. This is when EA was still sort of relatively young, I think. Um, Trip Hawkins was still there. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, this wasn't when they were like blockbuster after blockbuster. This was more, they were still sort of bringing out some obscure titles like Shaq Fu. They were building their repertoire and they were largely focusing on sports games and obviously this being a fighting game but starring a major sports athlete, a major, you know, famous athlete. So that's no, that's an interesting point you make there and we will touch on that in a, in a bit. Um, so as I said, this came out on the Mega Drive, the SNES and then was later ported to Game Gear, Game Boy and Amiga in 1995. Um now this Tom was quite a big era for fighting games. Nineteen ninety four. What what else did we have at this time? Well, for fighting games, the big four was Street Fighter Two Turbo, the oh. best version of Street Fighter Two. Yes, um, in my mind, but I'm not a Street Fighter connoisseur by a long fucking shot, and we will not cover that as a separate show to Street Fighter Two, unfortunately. No, I think <laughs> I think we'll we, we just we're the same show, but we'll just play it fast. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Thanks. Goodbye. Hardogan. <laughs> um, Tekken came to arcade, which I wasn't aware was Tekken released first on arcade before PlayStation. It must have been. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't know that. I thought. I thought Tekken was a a game developed for the PlayStation. So I stand to learn something there. Hmm. Mortal Kombat Two came out. Yes, which is just fucking huge in the history of gaming generally. Um, more come out of Street Fighter, the, the second entries were the big entries on that. I think with Street Fighter changed far more from Street Fighter 1 to Street Fighter 2. Yeah, yeah. Street Fighter 1 is almost an unrecognizable game. <clears throat> Whereas Mortal Kombat 1 to 2 is, is a similar game. And then the King of Fighters on Neo Geo, which is one of the biggest fighting franchises of all time. Exactly. You so. know, it's now in its teens, the number of entries, and as is Mortal Kombat. And in reality, as is Street Fighter, it's just they don't do a numbered iteration every time they do, you know, Street oh, Fighter 3 Blowjob Edition. <laughs> I've, not, I've not played that one. Street Fighter 3, yeah, whatever, Foot Fetish Edition. And it's just, <laughs> that's the way they number their series. So this came out 
yeah, in a year of four incredibly influential fighting games that are still hugely popular today, Tekken probably the least of all of them. And what I'd like, yeah, well, yeah, I think so. Um, and certainly it's probably the worst of those as well. Um, other, other big stuff from that year too, Ad. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Go on. What, what else do we have? Well, so we, we've covered 90, um, 94 before, okay? Uh, Donkey Kong Country. Mm-hmm. Massive game. Which we, we've done a show on, okay? Yeah. Super Metroid, which we will be doing a show on one day. Hell yes. Uh, Final Fantasy VI, oh. Earthworm Jim, Sonic 3, and Mega Man X. And uh, Meg- Mega Man X, you can't understand how important that is. Um, not in just the series, but in the in the concept of how you make a spin-off series and, and publish you know, in synchronicity with a mainline franchise. It's kind of weird putting Shaq Fu in this context. <laughs> like, But it also culturally fits when you look at things like Donkey Kong Country, Super Metroid, Earthworm Jim, and Sonic, and Mega Man. It's the, and Mortal Kombat especially. It's, it's so fucking 90s. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. But it's like the slasher, it's like a shit slasher movie going in up against horror greats. Mm-hmm. It's full of all the references you want. It's got everything there. It just doesn't do it well. Yeah, and as th- that's where we're going to be sort of focusing a lot of our conversation. Well, some of our conversation anyway, Ooh, later you, on. You've gone colour now. Oh, there we go. It's, yeah, so we've had a problem with the camera on this, where I've been in, in sepia or black and white for, for a couple of weeks. Yeah. So, But now you've livened yourself right up. Excellent. Well, I bought a ring light as well. So, you know. You do look professional. Punchy. Um <laughs> Now, I'm going to talk I'll to you a little bit about um, the development history of this then. So, as I said, it was developed by Delphine Software International. And they're a French video game developer. Uh, they were founded in 1988. And now, Tom, you might recognize some of these. They, they, um, they were famous for creating the cinematic platform games Another World and Flashback. So, yeah, this is what Delphine were known for. Mm-hmm. And the name, I, I didn't immediately recognized the name when when we were looking for the doc and they were doing the research for it. And I went, oh, okay, Delphine, what, let, let me put them into my mind, into the, the space in my mind of what they did, who they were. And they obviously made the um, the Motor Racer series. But then I saw Flashback and I was like, holy fuck, what? Yeah. And Flashback was the game they made prior mm-hmm. to Shaq Fu. So their, their last four games went Another World, Cruise for Corpse, Flashback, Shaq Fu. Now, I don't like Flashback and Another World, okay? Yeah, I yeah. think they're bad games from a game point of view, but they're excellent from a design concept point of view, an art point of view, a storytelling point of view, and influential as well. Hugely well-remembered, actually remastered and remade recently. Um, and you look at then the other two games that came in that list of four are just absolute fucking abominations. Yeah. Including, so, the, like, there's no spoilers ahead. Like, Shaq is a fucking terrible game. I don't think that's a spoiler. It's not as bad as Bill and Ted. It's not as, like, no, it's, it's not. more playable than some of the games we've done on this series, but it's, it's, it's a very bad game. And these guys, but there's also no continuity in what they're doing, Ad. There's not at all. Like, if, if you've, so studios will tend to, like, quite often stick to a, pla- stick to a you know, a, a certain type of game or genre. Um, I think more so today than ever before because games are so expensive. So when you look at your Naughty Dogs, like you look at Sony's first party studios and they have Insomniac, Naughty Dog, Sucker Punch, people like that, that they, they, we know what games they're going to make. Yeah. And back then people didn't do it as much, but people still did it. Rare did it. Yeah. 
until they went into the, the the 3D realm with, but then they still carried on doing it. They just shifted focus, and it's just interesting that these guys didn't seem to have a lineage. Well, no, they they, they were obviously well known for creating a visually appealing game, um, and I think that does transfer over to Shaq Fu. It doesn't. It's not a bad looking game when you get into the the actual oh, fighting. Um, well, yeah, we'll talk about all the level designs and everything, but yeah, exactly. So that, that that's sort of their background. Um, they actually went bust in two thousand four, um, so obviously not around anymore. Um, what was the last thing they made? Then? Let me just pull up their page. I'm not sure actually, but that Bell Delphine Software. <laughs> so the last thing they released was in two thousand two, and it was Motor Racer Advance for Game Boy Advance. <laughs> there you go. So the Motor Racer series had some. Let me just tell you, look, let's just run through it, okay? Because it's the first time their names come up. It is, yeah. yeah. Castle Warrior, Bio Challenge, Future Wars, Operation Stealth, Another World, Cruise for a Corpse, Flashback, Shaq Fu, Fade to Black, Motor Racer, Motor Racer 2, Dark Zone Evil Reigns, Motor Racer World Tour, Motor Racer 3, Motor Racer Advance. So they did settle into this Motor Racer thing, okay? Unfinished, they had Shaq Fu 2, Humanity Project, um, Devil Canvas, Legions of Fear, and Motor Racer Traffic. There you go. Which is so, going to be a PS2 game, actually. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you, these guys are not going to crop up very many times in this show. We will do an episode on Flashback and an episode on Another World, I'm sure. What about Fade to Black? What, what are your thoughts on that? Was that just too poor? I, I don't remember it that well. It's kind of... Looking at some screenshots of it now, I, I vaguely remember playing it. I don't but, remember this game at all, lad. Mm, I, I'm sure I... remember I, the name. Yeah, I'm sure I played it, but it doesn't look that good, so probably we'll leave it. Um, I mean, are you going to tell the guys very quickly about our attempt to do an episode on Flashback that we hated so much? <laughs> we just didn't do it. Yeah, so when was this? This was for Series uh, 1, wasn't it, that one, we were going yeah. to pick this up? And um, yeah, so we, I was quite excited to go back in and play this, actually, because I'm sure I played it a few years ago and thought, oh, yeah, I remember that being a pretty damn cool game, but Christ... It suffers from the same issues as Shaq Fu does. It's just too clunky. It's just, you know, it, the, the concept of it is really cool, as you said earlier. Um, but the platforming elements and some of the puzzle solving as well, it's just so poor. Um, I think we owe an episode to, to two more games from Delphine Software, and it is Another World and Flashback. Oh, we will get through them. Yeah, absolutely. So um, moving back to Shaq Fu, Tom, um, before we talk about the game itself and the development of that, if anyone doesn't know, this is uh, based uh, around Shaquille O'Neal. Uh, Shaquille Rashawn. Rashawn O'Neal. Uh, that famous Glaswegian wrestler. Oh, Shaquille or fucking Neal. <laughs> He's a retired American professional basketball player and currently a sports analyst on uh, Inside the NBA on TNT. So, And a bit of a character. Yeah, he's a bit, he's a pretty cool dude actually, Shaq. Like he's like the original The Rock. Like, <laughs> yeah, he like is. This big hench ass dude who became this super family friendly, very very wholesome kind of big hard looking bloke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's he's um, obviously gone. It's just important to to note like this game may be very differently remembered for our, our friends over in the states because we just he just wasn't so important to us here because we don't have basketball. Exactly, yeah. I mean, he's probably one of the few players I did know about. Um, yeah, him and like Michael Jordan. Yeah, and like Kobe Bryant and a few others. But like, you know, it, it's just not that big over here, is it? So um, It's not big all over here. We, we just don't really have it. Yeah. Like it, it's an American sport. 
Exactly. That baseball, American football, like it's, it's just something we don't have here. Yeah, uh, so, but he was one of the sort of greatest players. He's gone down as one of the greatest players in NBA history, and he's obviously one of the tallest as well, at seven foot one. So yeah, I, I, that, that that yeah affects the gameplay of this game significantly. It really does, and yeah, it, <laughs> we will talk about that shortly. But yeah, it really does. Um, so Ab, how the fuck did he end up in this game? Right. So now you're not going to believe this, but this was initially pitched as a basketball game. Uh, oh, it went off the rails somewhere along the line. I don't know what happened, but as a, sh- a bug, and he, he kicked someone's fucking head in. And they were like, "Oh, we should make oh, this a oh, fight." Fighting tonight, so right for fighting. And maybe that's what happened. There was a montage that happened. They were listening to Elton John. <laughs> and suddenly, a montage kicked in. And Shaq started fighting people. Um, it was a Saturday night. <laughs> so Shaq became a fighting game uh, after talks with Shaq himself, um, who is a self-proclaimed fan of Mortal Kombat. So there you go. Um, he basically <laughs> sort of was I think like... He's self-proclaimed that someone else didn't proclaim it, and he was like really offended. <laughs> so, guys, uh, I know you want to make a basketball game with me, one of the biggest basketball stars of all time, but... I do love Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I must proclaim. <laughs> I am quite the fan of Mortal Kombat. <laughs> so, therefore, would it be possible if we could make this a beat-em-up? <laughs> a fighting game? Uh, and Delphine acknowledged that and said, yeah, absolutely, Shaq. No problem at all. Um, but what they did say is that they couldn't compete directly with Street Fighter 2 from a technical perspective, which is probably quite wise to have uh, foreseen but instead wanted to build a game that highlighted the team's strengths at computer animation. Um, so they sort of followed the same rotoscoping techniques that we used in Flashback. Right. Do you know what rotoscoping is? Something to do with rotoscoping? I don't know. No, this is... um. <laughs> I, when I like to do all that research, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Rotoscoping, this is an important word that will crop up again and again in retro game discussions. And it's it's one to discuss now because uh, it's the first time I'm coming across it. But it's where you create a... Now, let me just check I've got the right information here. Uh, yes, yeah, so it's the basis, basis tool for visual effects and live action. Rotoscoped animation. Let me search for this. So like, yeah, I was going to kind of blag it there and just go, yeah, rotoscoping techniques. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's an important term because um, it's an animation <laughs> technique that they use to trace over motion picture footage frame by frame to produce a realistic action. So you film someone producing an action and then you trace over it digitally, this case by painting pixels. Yeah. Okay, um, okay. Not quite, not the same as what they did in Mortal Kombat, okay? In Mortal Kombat, they had digitized actors. Right. And rotoscoping is where you film something, you take frame by frame the actual motion, and then you repaint it digitally. Right. Okay. And it's a way of aiding animation. It's a logical time. It's very time consuming, Mm. but it makes a really, really good lifelike animation. And I've got to hand it to this game. It does have that. It does. The movement is, is slick. Yeah, in a way, it is. It looks great. It really does look great. Um, as did Flashback as well. So, you know, um, it makes sense that they they took that from Flashback and went, right, we're going to put that into this game and use that as our strength. Whilst we can't compete on a technical level, we'll play to our own strengths. Um, now, uh, they used 
uh, roughly 7,000 original character sketches as a base for defining the characters. Jesus Christ. Fucking hell, man. Isn't it? Like... Wow. Um, now, Shaq uh, portrays yeah, himself. Like, prob- so what, this wasn't rushed out of nowhere, then. Like Clearly not. They obviously put some fucking time in. And obviously they got Shaq in because he portrays himself in it, so they, they had to do that with him as well. Big Shaq. It's <laughs> probably what he says when he walks in a room. I'm not hot. Oh, yeah. Uh, I forgot about that. Obviously, unplugged from last week. Check that out. You'll see what we're The one that's probably going to have a copyright strike and no audio. (laughs) Maybe. You'll get what we mean. Um, We got our second one, by the way. Oh, did we? What was that for? Yeah. Uh, Last orders for scene. Oh, that's harsh. I mean, the music on that's amazing. They should be lawyers. Yeah, it was the the music copyright holder that copyright strikes us, not the the, um, developer. Oh, they should just be like, yeah, I'm getting my music out there. Motherfuckers. Yeah. Sure, the fucking two people who watched it will be good. <laughs> okay, so um, many of the sequences were actually directed by a Kung Fu expert as well. So they did, they got the, you know, a good array of people in to get this game done. Um, they got stuntmen in, stuntwomen in. Um, and Shaq actually assisted with some of the dialogue as well, but fuck me. You probably shouldn't have. Um, I think it was roughly 40 people worked on the project in total. So this is a big, big thing considering... That's a lot of sketches each. <laughs> 7,000 divided by 40. Right, guys, well, go. Well, bear in mind that probably only like 10 of them will be artists or something. <laughs> Shit. 700 pictures, guys. Go. Uh, yeah, now. that's original character sketches as the base for dev- designing characters. Yeah, fucking hell. Wouldn't have liked like to work the, Imagine the rotoscope animation frames. <sighs> It's insane. It's absolutely insane. Now, another interesting point is that to promote the game's launch, I don't know if you've gone and listened to this, Tom, but Shaq released I, his... I had a little a shufty, as it were. <laughs> now, he released not his first, but his second studio rap album called <laughs> Shaq I love Fu. I that just get famous enough to do anything they fucking want. I know, right? Not, not Michael Jackson. When he got famous enough to, to touch kids, that was a bit too far, but... Yeah. But... <laughs> But Jesus. think Shaq, like, respect for just being like, oh, I'm going to be a rapper. Are you any good at it? Does it matter? No. No, it's going to sell. So he, he released his second album, Shaq Fu, The Return. The Return. <laughs> Which peaked at 67. <laughs> <laughs> it's so 90s, all of it. It is, isn't it? I mean, some of the dialogue in the game itself is like quintessential 90s. How did it get to 67 in the US Billboard? Oh. 19 in the top R&B. <laughs> Maybe it was quite what good. What else came in that year? Right, hold on. Nineteen ninety four rap albums. I mean, you're gonna have things like who's competing? Coolio. Can <laughs> be Will. It's gonna be Will Smith, isn't it? Surely, like Notorious B.I.G. Uh, you're gonna you have nineteen eighty four in hip hop music. I don't know any of these fucking people. <laughs> okay. The Fugees, but that's like okay. Beastie Boys got same old bullshit out. Nice. <laughs> Says a lot, doesn't it? Um, oh, Insane Clown Posse. Oh, class. I'm really sure I'd class them as hip-hop. No. Vanilla Ice was banging stuff out. MOP, they're good. Yeah. No, yeah, I forgot about oh, So there's quite a lot of stuff going on. So Shaq did pretty well to get past some of these guys. Yeah, Master P. Nice. So I'm Warren G. I'm diverting here, but I'm, I'm interested in the surroundings of this game. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Pain. Yeah, pain. okay. Um, it Weird. wasn't necessarily a slow year for rap, is what we're saying. 
Oh, here we go. November the 8th, Shaquille O'Neal, Shaq Food, Dara Turn. There it <laughs> is. There it is. In lights. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, he he, uh, he obviously got that album out. And uh, those who pre-ordered or purchased the console versions of the game, when it initially came out in its first launch, they got a promotional CD featuring the track Stand and Deliver. Lovely. Not the one by Elvis, I don't think, but, you know, whatever. Uh sequel to this tom was in development in 1995 um well their plans to develop it anyway um titled shack fu 2 originally um and that was going to come out call it shack 2 <laughs> it should they missed the trick there and like uh, a two and then a u yes yeah man they needed me on their marketing team <laughs> you'd have nailed it um shack food our return returns <laughs> <laughs> shack food the re-return <laughs> uh, that's like a Kojima name, but they it is they 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 cancelled that because of the mixed reception of the first century. So there you go. Um, we'll talk a little bit about that later. But what I want to get onto now is the story, Tom. So <laughs> t- take us Hold through. On. Apparently, there was a, a sequel though called Shaq Fu: A Legend Reborn. Yeah, that came out years later though. That wasn't really a that was a spiritual sequel, really. Um, it sounds pretty direct. <laughs> like, did it have Shaquille O'Neal in it? Yeah, what I mean is, it wasn't like the original planned sequel. It wasn't the Belle Delphine developing it? Mm, exactly. Um, but we will we'll talk about that uh, later on. So, the story wise, take us through this absolutely batshit crazy idea of how this game. So, yeah, the, the game is like it plays out weird. You start in this like overworld map. And you go and fight different people, and there's always a few choices. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the story, you get an intro sequence. It's a very Karate Kid, <laughs> yeah, and it then is. oh, like Karate Kid meets Gremlins, and then it's like a you you the story is told as you like get these little intros off these little people, but the game's fucking nails. So I only ever got about three of them. But basically, Shaq walks into a dojo. And he's heading to a charity baseball game in Tokyo. Very specifically, a charity baseball game. And after speaking with Luotsu, a martial arts and martial arts master, basketball Shaq game. goes. Hang on, he's not going to a baseball game. He's going to a fucking basketball game. I said a basketball game. No, you didn't. That's <laughs> a baseball. Baseball. Basketball. <laughs> uh, Shaq goes to another dimension called the Second World. So it's very that's very Mortal Kombat. That is like mm-hmm. outer world. All that so, and he must rescue a young boy named Nezu from the evil mummy Set Ra. Now, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> they took a whole bunch of words and they threw it into like a tombola. <laughs> <laughs> right, we need. Do you remember those? I do remember tombolas. Yeah, we used to have them in our village fates. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's a village fate kind stick, of thing to stick have. Stick your hand in there, son. You win a prize. <laughs> Yeah, not there. That's me pants. <laughs> oh, go on then. You have to. Oh, it's been sick. Oh. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> right, continue. Long ago and far away, in a place called the Second World, there ruled the heartless sorceress Set Ra. His hunger for power still gnawed at him. Even though his dominance over the Second World was unchallenged, he longed to extend his grasp to the fair First World, Earth. Setra's plan was simple. He would destroy the pharaoh of Egypt and usurp his throne. 
He created a perfect assassin from his own shadow who would serve him without question. The shadow became Beast, the mightiest and most loyal of all Setra's minions. Beast destroyed the pharaoh and disguised, and the disguised Setra soon sat upon the throne. I've got to go for all of this. Let's do it. Yeah, why not? However, the pharaoh's son, Ahmed, was Ahmed. not deceived. <laughs> Ahmed. He brazenly confronted the powerful sorcerer, threatening to reveal him. Setra called forth Beast. This sounds rapey. Setra called forth Beast from his shadowy other domain. <laughs> Come forth, Beast. That <laughs> worked for you. And Ahmed was pooing donuts for a week. <laughs> <laughs> Ahmed barely escaped from the palace to the great desert where his grandfather, Lyotso the Wise, dwelt as a monk and a hermit. <laughs> Is that a word? Can he dwelt somewhere? I was dwelt over there. <laughs> when I used to dwell up on that hillside, <laughs> Leotu and Ahmed united with a coven of powerful wizards from the land beyond Egypt, and their combined power was able to send Sedra back to the second world, comatose and imprisoned with a ruining crusted pyramid. Mm. He slumbered for a millennium, bound by the wrappings of a mummy. Hold on, we're still going. Beast roamed the second world, dedicating to finding and releasing his dead master. Successful at last, Beast and Setra vowed to wreak havoc on those who stepped, stopped them before. They have governed a battalion of formidable fighters to further this end. <coughs> Almost there, buddy. <laughs> to regain full strength and end his exile from the first world, Setra must perform an ancient ritual upon the descendant of Ahmed. Beast has now returned from Earth with the child Nezu, a child whose veins, in whose veins the royal blood runs pure. All is ready for a final cataclysmic battle. Only the chosen one can stop Setra now. One who possesses strength, spirituality, courage, agility, intelligence, and unsurpassed skill in martial arts. Where will the world find such a one? Only Shaq knows. What the actual fuck? I have questions. Like, you know when they they used to, they hire a game writer now, it means you're going to write all the audio logs you find and all the dialogue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they had someone had a job and they had to justify the fucking paycheck. Clearly, I mean it's it's taken from so many different places, right? They got- had to justify that like twelve quid they clearly earned for doing that. <laughs> it's very cliched, and uh, there's I mean- a lot of Mortal Kombat in there. It really is, yes. You've got this o- o- evil overlord, different dimension. You've got... Shadowy beast from your pants. <laughs> exactly. I mean, this, this guy I fucking... I call forth the beast. Slumbered. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm going to try that next time. Lisa's going to fucking kill me. <laughs> call forth the beast. Not <laughs> the beast. Uh, now, he slept for a millennium, right? This guy. Lazy this, this must be Ken. <laughs> yes. After after working one shift, I'm working tomorrow. I can't get up. It's like we can say what we want because he doesn't listen to this show. I know he won't care because he'll never know. Ken, Ken, tits, <laughs> arse, fat. And you're a Protestant. <laughs> oh, you can't. That's gonna. Ooh. Oh, God. <laughs> right, we'll stop there. We'll stop there. Sorry, Ken. <laughs> right. So. He slept for millennia, right? But then Shaquille O'Neal walks into a fucking dojo in Japan and finds this Liotsu, the same guy that bound him into this pyramid a millennium ago. 
It's very far-fetched, Tom, is what I'm saying. <laughs> very far-fetched. It's, it's, I would say it's unrealistic. Yes, yes. I don't want to say about it. The, the influences are kind of cool. Like, there's a whole bunch of martial art movie stuff. There's a whole bunch of Mortal Kombat. Really clearly a whole bunch of Mortal Kombat. And it's just overcooked, way overcooked, for what a game could sell you at that point. How did you feel, though, when you first saw that world map? Like, were you like, oh, okay, this is quite you know, cool. You know, I was like, it's cool. And I like the fact that you could always go to a few different places because it's um, it did that better than, like, Street Fighter does it. Yeah. yeah now, I don't know if the enemies scale. So say, like, when there's three available at the start, are they all easy, the same level? Or the first one you go to, is that automatically the easiest one and adjusted? I don't know, or yeah. It, like, that's the thing. I don't know how the world scales with you or not, or if they even thought that much. I would probably I will say, say Beast, who we're going to talk about later, I think is super cool design. Yes, he is, yeah. And I did actually um, have a go as playing as some did of the characters. Did you the Beast? Well, no, I played as the Beast. Uh, I whipped it out. <laughs> you played with the Beast. I played around with it for a bit, and uh, it was good fun. <laughs> did you usurp anyone? <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I call it. <laughs> Come here, I'm going to give you a right good usurping. Tom. Let's talk about the gameplay then. Yeah, that sort of moved us uh, swiftly on to to the actual gameplay. And uh, (laughs) we always flesh out our documents with our thoughts here. (laughs) And uh, share to our listeners what you thought. No, you wrote this. I I just emphasised it. Well, I put shit and you've also added wank and bollocks. Not the tits. <laughs> so yeah, it's um. This is where like all these games do live and die on gameplay. At the end of the day, especially more than anything, fighting games yeah, have yeah, to yeah. fucking play well. And there's some criminal oversights, like I alluded to before, the fact that he's seven foot tall fucks the game up because when you do roundhouse kicks, they go over the top of people's heads. <laughs> so there's like some unforgivable kind of design flaws like that that are just kind of funny and quirky. But the big fact of the matter of this game is it's so sluggish and it's so slow. The gameplay is so horrible that you're not going to have even a moment of fun playing it. No, it it feels like you're wading through treacle. Um, so you try. There's there's three game modes you can do. So you've got a, a treacle. A st- <laughs> you got a standard versus mode, which is just you're like you're one on one. You can play with a friend or what, blah blah blah. Um, you've got your story mode. Which, which is, is where it's at. That's like the best mode. Yeah, absolutely. And there's also a tournament mode, which is actually, I like dipped into this briefly and you can actually have up to like six or seven people, whatever it is, playing through this together. Um, okay. And you, you've got like a knockout. Yeah. That's the pad kind of two player at a time. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that kind of thing is good. And they like, this is where games like Street Fighter always fall down is they just don't have enough fucking modes like that in it. Mortal mm. Kombat do really well at it these days, but. Yeah, exactly. So they, they they sort of had those ideas there. Unfortunately, the game. I remember didn't in games it. like Micro Machines used to do that really well, and mm, absolutely, yeah, Micro Machines was fucking dope. We should cover that. Uh, we will. But unfortunately, that aside, having those three game modes is great, but they just don't have the game underneath it to to back it up. Uh, so Shaq's got some basic, pretty damn basic moves. Actually, he's got you know two buttons for punch, two buttons for kick. And yeah, it's like high kick, low kick, high punch, low punch. You can do like a, a, you press back to block. You can press down and hold a button to put a shield up, uh, like a like a force field shield thing. Um, they do have some special moves. They're quite hard to execute, but pff, I mean, 
it's pretty basic and the the the, the big fault is that it's so slow um and slow clunk so clunky and boring um like i was watching a, a quick sort of analysis of the game earlier and uh one of the things that this guy I was watching pointed out was that the big problem is people think that there's a massive input lag but what it actually is is that he did some frame rate calculations and it takes something like 18 frames between each move and that includes like ducking jumping everything before you can move on to the next thing you're doing so it just makes it feel so slow yeah so there kind of is an input lag but not not through a technical fault through the fact that the previous animation has to complete yeah exactly so it's like just... if you think even if these games are running at say i don't know what frames a second but even at like 60 fps that's going to be like more than quarter of a second which just isn't fast enough for a fighting game exactly a fighting game you're, you're hammering four or five moves a second sometimes like four back up like you're just instantly reacting to what's happening mm. and just, in this yeah. you don't have time to do any of that um so overall that's there's not much else to say about the actual gameplay itself it's just so poor that it just makes no, you do like you, said, you move through the map you you select an area the map's kind of cool um you'll go to an area it's like oh this is the jungle and then you'll that'll tell you there's a certain opponent there you can fight you can select them you'll get a little bit of story um you know fluff there yeah. and then you'll do the fight and if you succeed you'll move on to the next area and you've got a limited number of tries and that's kind of it and there's how many stages are there ad there's um I mean, I, I've got straight up. Uh, I didn't read the game, even with save states. I, I just played a few fights, and there's maybe like eight or ten stages or something. Eleven, not, I think. Didn't, didn't look hugely long. It's eleven, yeah. Um, so basically, Shaq is, is is moving through this world in the story mode, trying to find Nezu, um, who is the the kid that's been kidnapped by Setra, as we talked about earlier. Um, yeah, he's the mummy. Yeah. So these are some of the characters you you meet. So obviously, you've got Shaq. So can we just call it Shaq, the cover of the game that you've put here? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Why is his hand so unbelievably huge? <laughs> I mean, he probably looks is like a fucking Tommy knockers or something. <laughs> That's just the size. Do you know what it reminds me of? Do you remember the old video cover for it? No, I do I'll not. Hold... Share that with me now. Uh, okay, I'm going to messenger you this bad boy. Whilst you're doing that, I mean he. He's pulling some kind of like this big old fucker with massive hands. <laughs> go and check it out anyway. If you listen to this, go and, go and have I'm, a look. I'm at sending it. it to you now, bro. We're, we're doing an interlude. Check this. Right. Where have you sent it to me? Messenger. <laughs> so professional as always. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I get what you're saying. <laughs> it's just a big bald dude with massive hands. Like he's got that claw. Like there's there's actually like specifically a film that has that shape hand on it as well. Donnie Dark. He's doing this like tiger claw thing. He is. It's a bit weird. Um, he doesn't look very kung fu anyway, does he? And all they've done is they've basically taken a photo of him, chopped out the background, and then put like an outer glow on him in Photoshop. Yeah, it's a real shit effort. <laughs> uh. So that's uh, that's Shaq. So he's obviously your main protagonist, and you've got his uh, his mentor Leotsu. He's uh, basically Mister Miyagi. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, Danielson. When you meet him, he says, "Greetings, a big warrior. You are the one from the stars. I presume. I thought. What? I presume. I thought I'd never live to see the day. Oh, no, no time to explain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thought it's possible. 
find Nezzle. <laughs> I, I think this is borderline racism, but... It's not. That's how Mr. Miyagi spoke. Exactly. Uh, so he gives you your job. Off you go to this nether realm, to the second world, and find Nezu. So uh, Nezu's this weird-looking, like... Do you remember the um, the Riddlers? No, what were they called? Was it the Riddlers? Yeah, the Riddlers. I think they were called Riddlers. They, they were weird little things on children's TV. He looks like one of them. Uh, I've never heard of this, but he fucking does look like one of them. That's hideous. <laughs> so yeah, he's just oh, weird looking. Well, I came out the same year as well. Did it? Yeah, he's got he's got some like blanker hair going on there. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, and like a little tunic, and he looks like a thief. Like he's scuttling away. Yeah, he's the sort of character you'd see like scuttling with a big bag on his back after Nick just stuff in like with like some music going do 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 like in a Godmax. Exactly. And you kick up a fucking campfire. And so he's been kidnapped by Set Ra. And Set Ra is a 3,000 year old entity imprisoned in another dimension. Um, now, yeah, <laughs> some of the dialogue between <laughs> Shaq and Set Ra in the little cutscenes before they fight is really funny. <laughs> what, he says to him at one point, I've got it here, your rap is whack, brah. <laughs> yo, yo, rap is whack, brah. <laughs> it's great. It's so good. Then uh, Beast, this is what we talked about earlier. He looks like some sort of carnage motherfucker. Like, yeah, Beast reminds me of something from like um, Killer Instinct or Primal Rage. He looks badass, doesn't he? So he is. Shaq says to him, "You are one ugly creature. Who looks, are you?" He looks, like some, he looks like something straight from a Clive Barker film. He's uh, fucking scary looking. Um, like Hellraiser or some shit. And he's one of the only characters who can actually match up to Shaq in terms of size as well and stature. Um, and you've got a weird character here, the Colonel, um, who's a bionically enhanced fighter. Now, he and looks... he at- says, what's up with all the plastic gear, brah? <laughs> yeah, brah. And uh, I love that on every one of these cutscenes, Shaq is just standing with like his finger up. Pointy finger, judgy. It's like, yeah, wa- Waggling. <laughs> yeah. So he's like a Jax type figure, isn't he? Um, Kaori, yeah. you know, she's she's kind of interesting. Um, she's a twenty-three. Year- Why did they give her age? She's a twenty-three-year-old cat woman born in Samotha. She's a girl, and they want to point out the fact that she's young and sexually attractive. She's got because a, this is a fairly noticeable tail. <laughs> well, she, she's like the kinky feline woman. <laughs> yeah, as, uh, yeah. As in all games, as they need them. You, you know, know, like in Dark Stalkers and stuff, this kind of thing happened. It was <laughs> creepy. Now, she's actually under the control of Setra via a magic ring. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know what, what he's done with her magic ring. But her fighting style is of alien feline race. And after Shaquille O'Neal has beaten Kaori, she's freed from the ring's influence and she directs him towards Nezu. So she becomes good again. Uh, voodoo is... <laughs> Described as a woman from Haiti. She uses voodoo magic to fight Set Ra. Yeah, so she actually pulls like a voodoo doll out and stabs it mid-match. That happened to you, didn't it, on Unplugged? Yeah, it um, did. It's um, She's got some banging purple hair. She looks like Tina Turner from Mad Max Beyond the Thunder, though. <laughs> she actually does. Uh, this guy's a fucking weird one. He looks like something out of Thundercats, Memphis. Uh he was once no, said... Me- Me- Memphis. Oh, Memphis. I thought it said Memphis. Yeah, I was thinking, walking in Memphis. <laughs> so, but it's 
he was Setra's apprentice and is now... Yeah, like... he's like a goblin in a hood. Yeah. And the character designs here, now we're talking about him, they, they look pretty good, don't they? Yeah, I like them. I, I'm down with this. Like this. They were clearly trying to create, again, like the Mortal Kombat. And I just feel if he took Shaq out of this game and made the gameplay better, like the rest of it stands up. Exactly. And just, you know... They, they didn't like putting, the problem is we're putting something like Shaq into the game is it limits the length of the franchise to the, the popularity of the main character yeah. where something like Mortal Kombat you see which Mortal Kombat 2 came out this year the first one a couple of years earlier it's remained popular because they are not tied to like a person who's popular in a different element of pop culture exactly yeah quite um, so yeah like they could have done this because the next one, Auroch, he's a cool looking motherfucker as well. He's got like this big, like uh, mace with a big ball and chain on the end. It's fucking awesome looking. Uh, and Raja, you've got this. What is he? Yeah, he's mystic from the second yeah. world. Yeah, he's like some. Yeah, like, like some Indian sorcerer, basically. Yeah, kind of. Um, Whatever. Yeah, he's got quite a cool moveset as well. I had to go with him earlier. Um, so it's like they've got this great concept for all these interesting characters. And, you know, as you said, throwing Shaq in there just kind of overrides all of that stuff and just makes it ridiculous. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, quite a few stages in this, as we said. So there's 11 stages. Now, these also actually are quite visually appealing, I think. Yeah, what I've got to say is I like the, <coughs> the purple and pink and yellow hues that kind of encompass all of this. But there are some stages here which are straight-up Mortal Kombat clones. Yeah, which ones are they? Ones well, are the first one I see, for example, is um, the Yasko Mines, which is a bridge. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's the one so, where you, like, you do a fatality and like smashing through the front of spikes. Yeah, these some stage fatalities and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's some others, like the first one, the Wasteland, is really clearly inspired by, by that kind of art style. Mm-hmm. But the background designs, they're really strong. They are good, aren't they? Like, you can tell that's what their forte is as a studio. Like, actually, these would fit into like, any platform games. Like, like, Catwalk Falls looks like a, one of the Disney games, like Lion King or Aladdin. or mm. Yeah, man. Um, um, North Gate's really cool. Like, there's obviously some story. Like, what is the North Gate? Where does it go? Like, these aren't just, like, you can look at the story they've written. They haven't just... Pull these are obviously locations like Northgate and Southgate. What are they? Where do they, you know, how do they fit into the story? There's a lot more to it than exactly, and it's just wasted, it's all wasted in the fact that this game's shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's be honest, though. No, it's, it's yeah, you're, you're right, it is, it's whack. Um, whack bra. So, unfortunately, Shaq Fu, um, really set out to do a lot of cool shit. Um, and ultimately falls down in the fact that they just forgot to focus on making the game fun. Um, and we find a couple of games like that on that 8-bit shit show, really. Um, so, yeah, reception-wise, Tom, how did Shaq Fu do when it came out? Well, as you alluded to earlier with the cancellation of the sequel, mixed reviews. GamePro gave the SNES version, and we've got to say the SNES and the Mega Drive version are, are, they're identical versions. It's not like uh, other games where we've seen uniquely developed versions for different platforms. Yeah. It gave it a positive review saying it was an unusually small size of the sprites is, but, and that's true. Actually, they, the characters take up a small portion of the screen compared mm-hmm. to a lot of games. I'm balanced off by the incredibly fast game speed, which yeah. Oh. Okay. It moves. You got, it moves fast, but it's 
not about how fast the animations move. They're still long animations. Yeah. They praise the ultra-sharp controls, which, fuck that. Like, I just don't understand sometimes, like, what the fuck was going on with these reviewers. I almost think sometimes they're like, they, they've been given a copy and they're like, right, <laughs> we need to say something nice about this. Yeah, we never want to say, like, all oh, the reviewers paid off, because I know now, in current times, that kind of categorically doesn't happen. Yeah, no, exactly. Apart from maybe some, like, ultra-scuzzy YouTubers. But there is no way you can say this game has ultra-sharp controls. It's one of the biggest issues around the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, impressive digitized graphics, which, yeah, fair enough. They reviewed the Genesis version as superior to the SNES version due to its additional characters and improved controls and concluded the game is fun once you get used to the small, fast sprites. One of the multiple reviewers at Electronics Gaming um, monthly scored it 6 out of 10. Another gave it a 4 out of 10. It received grade D from Entertainment Weekly. Games Master gave the Genesis and SNES versions 81 and 83% respectively. And Mean Machines gave the Genesis versions 79%. Uh, in contrast to their reactions, SNES and Genesis versions, GamePro panned the game will release, saying it dumbs down the gameplay and not so much as graphical detail. And the characters are unrecognizable, makes the music far too pervasive. Now, we're not really looking at the, no. the handheld release of this, but retrospective reviews are going back. People playing it now, going back, have been. Generally negative game trailers rated at f- number four in their worst four worst in their top ten best and worst video games in response to negative feedback of the game. Now number four in the worst video games ever is completely unfair, but I think because this game was far better known than it had any right to be. Yeah. Because of the Shaquille O'Neal tie-in. So I think a lot of people remember it and that's why it gets mm-hmm. it gets these retro reviews like what we're doing, because we, you're aware of the game. There's there's Easily more than three worst games out there. Oh, this. far more. Yeah, definitely. Like this would this wouldn't come in my top one hundred worst games. No, exactly. That's that's very harsh. It's um, very very f- like it's it's like a four, a uh, three or four. Most, but there was yeah. thousands of ones and twos and threes and fours. Think about the amount of games that came out that just were thrown out with just the intent on trying to make a quick buck. So, yeah, but. Nintendo Power had 12 staff members vote on a list of top 100 games of all time. They also voted a list of 10 worst games of all time, and Shaq Fu placed third on their list. Uh, The article stated it's not possible to come up with a worse idea than this. (laughs) Now, that's true. (laughs) The idea is fucking terrible. (laughs) Let's be honest. They're right. Um, Um, This did become a bit of a meme, and it became a game that was popular to hate. So a website was created with the aim to destroy all copies of the game on all platforms, called Shaq Fu Sequel Declaration of Opposition. Catchy. But it doesn't seem to exist anymore itself. So they only succeeded in destroying themselves. So, so yeah, what are your thoughts, Ad? Like, rating this game? Like, it's not average, it's worse than average. Oh, it's definitely low on the rating scale. I think if I was to, to put it on our rating scale, which uh, we haven't really done much this series, um, but I think for this game we can. Um, and I'll just say it's a, it was bit, a, a bit, bit shit. shit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like visually, really good. Um, and actually, we haven't talked about it, but the the sound is actually um, it kind of lets it down a little bit as well. Uh, it kind of sounds a bit eight bit, whereas this is a sixteen bit game. It's it's very like basic the sound in this. Um, it's a basic bitch, man. <laughs> it's a basic bitch, bruv. Uh, Westwood. <laughs> Let's start that again. Um, 
Yeah. Don't stop hagging. I just fucking didn't enjoy playing this game, man. It was fucking no, it's rubbish. Awful. But it's 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 not offensive in any way. No, it was funny. It was more funny like, than anything else. The worst game we've played on this show so far is still is Bill and Ted's excellent video game adventure. Yeah, it absolutely and is. This is a thousand times better than that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's still very bad. Exactly. I mean I mean I'm interested to see where we go from here. Um when we start looking at you know, some comparable games to this, like franchised game. Oh, sorry, not franchised. Uh, tie-in games where you've got a, a <laughs> mega star on the on the top on the cover. Yeah, and of course, it's something that doesn't happen today. Not not so much, no. Because you had like you know, over the years, you've you had lots of but... games, but it, this was really a nineties thing. There's one comparable one I can think of is just like Def Jam. Um, that was a fu- Def Jam. What was it? Def Jam Wrestling? Or something? I can't remember. Um, they did a whole bunch of Def Jam games, didn't they? It was yeah, 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 exactly. Um, then you've got some games like Brutal Legend, which have all the the like you know Jack Black and Ozzy and Lemmy and all those people in it. But the game is kind of written around that idea. Yeah, um, it wasn't like a, you know, it wasn't it wasn't the same thing in that respect. No, exactly. And I mean, I'm really surprised to note that. that you know, a sequel was actually eventually made for this, as you mentioned earlier. Shaq Fu, A Legend Reborn, announced in March 2014, actually released in June 2018, so not that long ago. Uh, surprised me quite a lot that they bothered <laughs> to, to do that. But I guess yeah, maybe um... it's more fondly remembered than, than uh, you know, than we probably give it credit for. Um, I don't know, man. Lots of things have had fucking remakes that were terrible. This is a brawler, though, isn't it? Shaq Fu, Legendary Born. Yeah, it's it's not it's a, like uh, a street raged type brawler. Yeah, it's a completely different different game. Um, so it looks quite cool, actually. Might be worth giving it a go. <laughs> yeah, maybe, right. maybe that's one to put on the list. Maybe, maybe. Well, Tom, that's been a fun one to trawl through um, and talk about. So thanks for joining me. And yeah, definitely one of the less important titles on our list, but I think these these games do deserve a conversation around them. Yeah, absolutely. It's been fun. I've enjoyed that. So, uh, guys, thanks for listening uh, to That 8-Bit Shit Show. If you've enjoyed that, check us out at happyogaming.net and uh, come and visit us on all social media platforms as well and uh, chat to us about all of them. All of them. We're on all of them. Including MySpace. <laughs> we may not find us there. Tom's still there, though, probably. Not you, the original Tom. Uh, yeah, so that's been uh, that. Eight bit shit show, and we'll catch you again next time.